Welcome once again. Welcome to the Eric Tancho Podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Show number 901 has begun. Oh my gosh. Okay, everything's up and running. Feel good. Don't exactly look good, but a new day has dawned. And, you know, part of the ritual is to wake up, immediately turn on uh, the local news. Not that I sit there and base this podcast on the local news, but it's it, it's like a nice little thing where I, um, uh, I watch the local weather lady who I have a crush on and have for some years. Her name is Terry DeBoer. It's just absolutely a, 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 just a sweet, sweet legend. I love her so much. And then they uh, pass it off. Uh, She says, that's your forecast today. Now it's time for traffic with Tom. And Tom is, today we've got a slowdown. I-96 westbound. Ooh, there's a fender bender. And then eastbound. Oh, my gosh. There's orange barrels there. Get out of the way. And he's awesome. It's like they should just call it. Um, super gay traffic because this man, every traffic report, it's like it's show tunes. Stop and go on the Ford. Oh, watch out. We see flashers on the right shoulder. And that's part of my day. I, I have to have that. And then it segues nicely. Bum, bum, bum. Today on the Today Show. You know, uh, Savannah Guthrie. Oh, my God. Who, I, I don't know. I mean, speaking of crushes, I got a crush on her too, Savannah Guthrie. She is an absolutely fantastically sweet soul that I'm just, oh, my God. I'm madly in love with Savannah. Hoda. Not so much, but uh, whatever. I don't mind. And I love uh, Craig, what's his face? Craig Black Guy. Craig Black Guy is great. And then special surprise if it's ever Dylan Dreyer delivering the weather. Oh, my God. But today, everything is screwed up because on... NBC, it's Queen. The Queen's funeral. I'm like, well, I gotta, I gotta get something. Maybe I got something going on on uh, Fox. No, 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 no. It's, it's a mass. I'm watching a mass. I see uh, we are blessed with the presence of the only person on the planet who likes watching it. And that would be uh, Amanda and her dildo sales. She actually thinks that that is, and I'm a Catholic. I, I'm like, oh, fuck. It's horrible. You, oh my God. It's absolute shit watching that thing. It should not be on television. Nobody gives a shit. Sarah, apparently, she likes it too. Well, then you're both stupid because it sucks. It's absolute shit. 
Um, the only everything about the royal family is um, all uh, just for uh, optics. It, there, there, there's nothing to it. Nothing to it whatsoever. The whole, um, the fact that they don't really do anything to run the country. It's all Hollywood. This is all show and no go. They don't do anything to run the country. Um, there you go. Kenny puts it in better words than I, I obviously can. It's meaningless in today's world. It's just the fact that we have it on all these networks is only so that people aren't offended. It's not like anybody goes, oh, man, I can't wait to watch the Queen's funeral. It's just the worst. It is an absolute shit show. I don't care what you tell me. Um, a woman who, okay, let me just explain it to you this way. She was the queen for 70 years. Tell me one thing that she did as the queen other than enable her son, Prince Andrew. Nothing. The woman did nothing but sit there with the great star of Africa and, and take a look at it and say, yeah, we stole this from a bunch of black guys. This is great. Absolutely pointless. We all know that. Everyone knows that. If you don't believe that, you're a stupid shit. And uh, all these people like Biden and Linda says, yeah, there's more world leaders there than any event in history, I believe. They're just doing it. They're just doing it to carry on this stupid charade. Can you imagine if Trump was in the White House right now? This is this is one of the few times that I wish Trump was in the White House. So they say, Mr. President, are you going? He goes, nah, no, I'm not. So, all right. Amanda says she actually did do a lot. Tons of YouTube videos. She did YouTube videos? Is that what you're telling me? Hey, everybody. The, Amanda's telling us how the queen did YouTube videos. She's a YouTube sensation. I know you're saying that there's all sorts of YouTube videos on it, but nobody cares. It's no, no one. Nobody cares. Okay. I'm sorry, but that's true. Uh, the next time anyone is ever going to carry about a care about the royal family is when the king passes. Okay. And then we'll have to go through this all again. I don't know what's more tragic, the passing of the queen or the amount of time it's that uh, we have spent having to endure this. I think that that may be more tragic than the, the actual passing of the queen. Oh, my God. Uh, the queen is everywhere. Did you see the guy who rushed the queen's casket? Okay, now we're talking. Finally, somebody says, you know, I'm going to liven up this party. And I am rushing up there. Now, it's surrounded by, well, we saw that guy face plant last week. I don't know about the uh, security uh, mindedness of the whole thing. The fact that. The uh, a citizen of the UK was just, I'm just going to go up there and uh, lift up the coffin and give her a smooch or whatever the fuck he was trying to do. Um, but he went right by the guards and right up on the thing 
And then, um, well, the details are a little um, sketchy. I, I do have some video here for you. I'm going to show you in a second. Uh, a man who appeared to rush Queen Elizabeth II coffin in uh, Westminster Hall is now in custody. Now, that is a lie and not true at all. Uh, People Magazine is reporting that, but that is not true. He's dead. Security guards swarmed the suspect as he allegedly ran toward Her Majesty, who was lying in state in the London building until her funeral proceedings began early Monday. Metropolitan Police released a statement. They said at 22 hours on Friday the 16th, uh, we detained a man in Westminster Hall following a disturbance. Also a lie. Met Police said he was arrested for an offense under the Public Order Act and is currently in custody. They did not release his identity, but that is not the story. It is being revealed now because... First of all, they cut the feed. You you could watch this boredom. Um, the folks with the BBC, they said, there's one crazy American woman who loves this footage of people gathering around the coffin and bowing their heads uh, for 24 hours of straight, uh, straight boredom. It is some lady who sells dildos in the U.S. So for her sake, we're going to leave the camera on. However, there's 15 minutes of no content. That's because uh, the guy, as he ran up, they then grabbed him down and he they dragged him down and then they bashed his head against the ground and then they dragged him off out of the view of the cameras. Okay? But uh, then ultimately what happened was, and it's slowly but surely the details are trickling out, uh, they ran over to that old... Uh, uh, you know, Codger, who fell down, he had that 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 spear, looked like something Aquaman might throw, and he took it over his head, and he plunged it right into the guy. And so he's like, ah! And it, he put it right through, like, his solar plexus, that, that soft spot right here, okay? So now the guy is not dead, but the spear has gone through him and is, uh, is into the floor, of uh, this Westminster, whatever the fuck it is. People are screaming. People are yelling. They can't believe that this happened, Uh, but they're all happy. And then, um, you know, everybody is offended and sickened that anybody would even do anything other than just bow your head uh, to the queen. But in in my opinion, this is great entertainment. The guy should be given like the key to Britain. And uh, instead they're like, oh no. So they all gathered around instead of uh, going to bow their heads up at the coffin they all then uh, grabbed the spear, pulled it out of him like Excalibur, and then buried it into another part of his body. So it was a big community effort for all of these people that are there. So then ultimately, uh, one of the bobbies with the stupid hat uh, came up. He grabbed a sword, and they uh, laid his head down on one of the pews there and uh, uh, cut his head actually off. His head was put onto a pike. Game of Thrones style, and as you, as people were walking into Westminster, they saw the head, and uh, there was a guy that was there. He had white gloves on and a tuxedo, and he said, "This is what happens when you rush the queen." And everybody's like, "Well, okay." So they they use that. I like what the Brits are doing. Um, you know, sometimes you have to make some hard choices.
And I even have video here of how this all unfolded. You think I'm kidding? All of this is true. Audio check. Video check from our friends at TMZ. Okay, so now, see this lady right here? You're going to see her. She's going to shriek because she realizes that the idiot is up on the thing. <gasps> see that? She's like, ah! and right now the guy's up there by the coffin. And then they watch this. Oh, they bring him down. And then this guy's like, hey, motherfucker. So now they're like getting this guy together here. This, this dude here, he's this man right here. These two bald guys, these are the executioners. Now they have already given the special nod that this man is going to lose his life. These two guys right here. So because of what they just did, I don't know if you, if you saw it, watch, see this guy right here. See, he's looking to his left. That means, yep, he's dead. And then these two are like, all right, well, um, we've given the order. We're going to let the Bobbies kill him. See that if you notice all eyes are on the guy who did this, except for these two dudes, because they already know the end of the story. They have approved that this man is going to be terminated uh, by all these other people that are including that woman that you saw that had the big gasp. She is going to deliver a blow. And in fact, in the video that um, is going around, it's not available, but is being talked about. She actually stabbed him right in the mouth and it went through the back of his throat, out the back of his neck. And uh, another, another fatal, fatal uh, uh, puncture wound. Look at this guy, look at, here they are dragging him away. Look at, and this guy is thinking they, and look at this dude. He's, he's like a butler. This is the guy right there who uh, in the in the butler outfit leading this dude away who then after they put the head on the pike is telling all the mourners this is what happens to you if you rush the queen's casket. Look at And he's gone. And shortly thereafter, they started to stab him. This little child right here, this child, a uh, vicious killer, bloodthirsty. See, now these three bobbies here are recruiting people to stab him with the spear. Look at, he's like, come on, let's go. Let's start stabbing. And then people are moving to go get a spear. You see, you can see them. This lady's reluctant, but this guy's, it's okay. It's okay. We're going to, we're going to kill him. That's it. Wow. What a thing. Most exciting thing of all of this. Most exciting thing in the history of the Royal family, in my opinion. Uh, Sam, the Jew talks about princess Anne who, wow. Oh my God. Princess Anne is a more handsome man than, well, looks more like a man than Prince Charles looks like a man. And Prince Charles looks like an, uh, or King Charles looks like an ugly man. Princess Anne looks like, uh, the wicked witch of the West from, uh, Wizard of Oz, da, 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 da. Mrs. Gooch riding on the bike. That's what Princess Anne looks like. Sam the Jew writes, Princess Anne 
was seen at events throughout the week leading up to the funeral in a Royal Navy ceremonial uniform. She has never served in the Royal Navy nor any other branch of the British Armed Forces, but like many royals, she holds a number of honorary military titles. Aha! Yeah, you know, it's all about optics. Okay, they can't be like uh, dressed like Andrew in that one picture with, with his arm around that chick that Epstein trafficked, you know? You can't, you got to be dressed super formal. So, wow, uh, that is quite a thing. And now the queen is going to be laid to rest. But, uh, yeah, but big and big event with, uh, with that guy rushing the casket. Yeah, he will never be seen again. Never to be seen again. I like how in this group, the handful of people, and there aren't many of them, who actually give a shit about this. And they're all like, in my opinion, the worst human beings on the planet for being so into this. You're, you're sick individuals, um, are all like trying to one each other up with stupid Royal facts. Shit that they pull off of articles they see or comments made on the news. And they're trying to drop more Royal knowledge on each other. You're going to forget all this shit anyway. And then you know what's going to happen? The king's going to die in however long. And you're going to be like, oh, God. Well, I got some more factoids for you. No one gives a shit. My God. You see, this is all. This is going to end. And we're all going to be like, whatever. I, I mean, my God. And the fact that it's all a Catholic mass. There is nothing short in any type of Catholic ceremony. It is, oh my God. So I imagine this is going to take like a week. Welcome in to each and every one of you on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. I must set you free though. Okay, if you want the rest of the show as it happens live, you have to go to Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Otherwise, just go about your day or you can download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Search Eric Zane Show podcast. You'll find it on all the platforms or go to my website, ericzaneshow.com. Thank you very much. Thank you for taking the time to check this out today. I bid you goodbye. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. More on them in a second. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT, YouTube, Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. Excuse me. Uh, yesterday, or I'm sorry, Saturday was the Irvine's Car Show. And this was sweet, man. I had a great time. It was excellent. Uh, first of all, John S out of Kalamazoo, I believe Kalamazoo area. He was there and, uh, the guy, he shows up with his, um, I, I guess it's a Dodge challenger Hellcat. Okay. So on car shows, you got a mixed bag, old, new, exotic, whatever. And so he's got this American muscle, this Hellcat. Um, wow. With a name like Hellcat, God, 
the motor on this thing, it's pushing out like 8 million horsepower. And uh, he was, uh, I didn't even know he was a listener. He just sat there for a handful of minutes and his thought was let Eric get his bearings and don't just let him have it with, hey, how you doing? I like the show. Now, I've I've communicated with John over the years, John S. He's given tons of cash for um, our um, great food giveaway, which we're going to do again, of course, um, and uh, at Irvine's. And, um, you know, he's, he's been a, a, a follower of the show and a supporter for quite some time. And then, you know, he, he approached me and he goes, Hey Eric. And, and I think he played on trivia too once. So it was, it was a great meeting him and, uh, and, and, and hanging out with him. He brought his nephew, but, uh, you know, he kind of like didn't say anything to start. He was just like, he snuck up on me. So that was cool. But, uh, you got all these different cars and I love classic cars um, it was great. There's a dude there named David who, by the way, uh, people were like, Oh, Eric, there's a lot of people with cut with hats that say that they served in the military. You're going to give them shit. And, uh, what, what's funny about that is that old bit that I did about, um, wanting to fight veterans who wear hats, uh, that ha- that say like, you know, uh, Korea or Vietnam or desert storm, um, legendary bit on this show. And, uh, all of the haters that now exist that used to be fans of the show, um, the group formerly known as Zaniacs, that was a bit that they would have laughed their asses off that knowing full well that that's not something that I really mean. It's just a stupid bit. But the second that I did it, they were all in the same frame of mind of wanting me to die, and they still are. So they took that as... Can you believe his point of view of how we must hate our veterans now? Well, of course I don't hate veterans. Of course I don't have a problem with them wearing a fucking hat, you idiot. It's a show, you stupid fucks. But anyway, so there's lots of people running around with the veterans hats. I dare not say a word about their stupid hats or anything like that for this one. But there's a guy I talked to who served in Vietnam and he served in Desert Storm. His name is David. And, uh, Dave, that's a big swath of time to serve in Vietnam and desert storm. He was skilled trades. He was a machinist. So, um, like he'd be in country with, you know, a mill to fabricate or repair parts on, um, whatever equipment, weapons, shit like that. So I'm having a discussion with the guy and, uh, He's got a 1961 Ford Econoline and it's painted like with uh, also it's a mural of Looney Tunes, like roadrunners ripping up the road on the side of the thing. And uh, this thing comes with like a garbage motor Ford put in it, like a 144 cubic inch six cylinder motor, it's, you know, dumpster fire. He, uh, he pulls the motor out, you know, no problem and puts in like a 302 just a beast. He's got side pipes. This thing is tricked out. This guy collected so much hardwood, hardwood, hardware. He, uh, he won like best paint, most unique and best of show it was so sweet. And uh, he was, uh, I, I, I described him as being like Tom Brady. Cause we're calling his name up to win every time. Um, I got to know him a little bit. And so I'm talking to him and, uh, Another guy comes up and he's checking out David's 1961 Ford Econoline. And that guy's a veteran too. And he's so that guy served in Vietnam. 
So they both served in Vietnam and they're having a Vietnam discussion. And I'm like, oh my God, these guys are going to have a flashback and probably kill me. They're going to think I'm Charlie or something. So they're having a Vietnam conversation. They both served in the army. David goes, you know something? I got something for you here. And uh, so the other guy uh, goes, yeah. He goes, I only give this to special veterans. So they've had like this meeting, this moment. And he pulls open the, uh, because he's got a tonneau cover on top of the back of this Econoline. He opens it up and uh, he pulls out a walking stick, a hand-carved walking stick. And it's it's remarkable because he goes, he pulls one out. And he goes, Navy? No. Coast Guard? No. Marines? No. Army? He's got individual ones for each branch of the service. He goes, here's your Army walking stick. And the guy goes, oh, holy shit, I could use this. And uh, it what he does is uh, the uh, part you hang on to, is like carved by hand. All right. Now I'm going somewhere with the story because it was so cool. You know, it's this great moment. He's two are sitting there talking army shit. And, uh, so, um, I'm having a conversation with him after the guy takes his walking stick and limps away. And, uh, I'm talking to him about, and David speaks with a lisp. And this is where it got hilarious. Okay. And he's telling me, and he's he's kind of like uh, Chris in Minnesota, okay? He's going to give me way too many details, but I've got three hours here, so I'm fine. It The ADHD only affected me. Well, it affected me, but not as bad because I know I got nothing to do here but listen to David, all right? I'm not thinking about the next thing on my mind, so I'm actually engaging him. And uh, he says, uh, he wants to tell me about his wood carving. He goes, well... And I know that when an old timer starts with whoop, we're going back. We are going back in time. And now all he could probably get away with and, and have just a fine time explaining it to me. He could easily just say, you know, give me like a couple sentences, but no, he goes back to like the origin of the forest where the tree grew that, uh, was brought down to eventually wind up as the handle on this wood carving, uh, wood carving walking stick. And so, you know, this is going to be a while, but he did. Now, like I said, he speaks with a lisp and this is where it got this entertained me and made me laugh because, uh, like Irvine's, uh, to him is Irvine's 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 the queen's casket. So like, if I were to read my notes for today's show, um, I would like, a, I wrote down a few things. There's nobody watching TV today. The queen is everywhere. The guy who rushed the queen's casket. If David were reading it, he would say there's nobody watching TV today. The queen is everywhere. The guy who rushed the queen's casket. And so the tongue is flying out of his mouth on any S. Now we all know the tongue needs to stay behind the teeth on S's. S, not S, but he's, he's got it bad. So he starts out by describing the type of wood. And he goes, well, Eric, you got to get a nice piece of bath. And I go, bath? And he goes, yeah. I go, what's bath? 
And he goes, bath, bathwood. And I go, oh, you mean bass. He goes, it's what I said, bath. And I just wanted to say, okay, time out. Uh, I know you're like 75 years old. Uh, help support the war in two, two uh, conflicts, Vietnam, Desert Storm. You're 75 years old. And right now, I'm going to teach you how to keep that little bugger behind your teeth. Because I said bass, you said bath. And that is not acceptable. I'm a stickler for the language. And everybody knows I speak perfectly. It was just so funny because I go, bath, huh? What bath? And I, I actually thought it was a wood called bath. And I go, what is bath? I, you know, bath, bath wood. Oh, bass. <laughs> I see. Um, then I got like a 15 minute story about the origin of this walking stick. Ram says the type of wood is important. What jerk corrects the guy's pronunciation? We need to ask Meathead about this. Now, I didn't correct him. I just I just didn't understand what he was talking about. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Uh, let's see. Ram says, did Linda have to throw down with the Deniacs? Stevie said, none of them showed up. Not that I saw. That is not true. There was one. One there. And I will tell you about that in moments. There absolutely was one there. I see that uh, sweet Maureen is here. ha, <laughs> ha. And boy, did I embarrass myself and I made her feel bad at the same time. Holy shit. Maureen and Linda show up because, you know, they're going to get, we're going to get there and we're going to have the awards and then we're all going to go out to lunch. It was a great time. And uh, Maureen, and this is so common from me. Not, Not only do I forget names, I forget that I've met you. It could be anybody. I'm not just saying Maureen, but I've done this countless times. I've forgotten that I've seen you in public. Hell, listen to this before I get to the Maureen story. When I went to uh, California, the August before the kidney donation, I had to go there for a litany of tests. I was there for several days and I went over to my cousin's house. And uh, so, I mean, I have a lot of extended family there. So it's uh, my cousin, Julie, her husband, Bruce, my cousin, Patty, my cousin, Tim, and myself. And uh, I, we sit down and I'm like, oh, my God, how you doing? How you doing? I haven't seen you. And I say to Patty, I go, oh, my God, Patty, I haven't seen you 
since 19... I haven't seen all of you guys since 1977. And that is true, except for Patty. Patty came to Michigan two years earlier. And she goes, no, no, that's not true. I just, I saw you not that long ago. And I go, uh, I don't think so. So I like dig my heels in and I know where this is going. <laughs> she grabs her phone and she's looking at me all disgusted. Like, and there's a, there's a picture of all of us together, arm in arm smiles. I'm like thumbs up in the picture. I'm like, oh shit, Patty, I'm so sorry. I go, this is a regular thing. This is a regular thing. And I, to this day, I still apologize about that. I've told you this story, but anyway, oh my God. So when I see Maureen, I go, Maureen, it's so good to finally meet you in person. And the color drains from her face. She gets sad. She goes, oh, ha, oh, ha. I just, I, we had tacos at stands downtown. Oh, ha, oh, ha. I'm so sad. Oh, good to see I have made an impression. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I go, did we? And then Linda's like, yeah, yeah. She was, she was with us. I'm like, oh, no. She's like, oh, I'm going to go, go hang myself. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Maureen. I'm so sorry about that. Fuck. You see, you can't do that. She says, she writes, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. I'm forgettable. <laughs> Shut up. So that was ugly. But um, let's see. Hold on a second. Uh, as we're getting set to go, car show's winding down. Megan is going to go uh, with us and meet us over at uh, the restaurant. So here we go. In fact, this is a uh, this is an image from the restaurant. Some of you may have already seen this on Facebook. Uh, video check. There we are. Look at, that's, that's a nice image. I don't know what's wrong with me. Everybody's smiling nicely, you know, and that, uh, Ma uh Megan showed up next to me and that's uh Jamie and Eric from, uh, from Irvine's, uh, Amanda, Linda, Maureen, Kyle, Ryan, that's Stacy S. And of course, Stevie. And then me, someone said it looks like I, I'm, I'm pooping my pants there. Okay. So look at Kyle's covering up Stacy. That's the same group, different angle. So nice to sit with people that have all their teeth for a change. Jesus. And not, not being strung out on meth. Win, win for all. I've totally flipped the audience. Totally new people hanging out with the exception of maybe Stevie and uh, Amanda, maybe Kyle. But still, I, I, I feel so much better about who is actually enjoying the show. We have a better we have a, a, a better group of people that are enjoying the show. So fantastic. Enough new people that I can say we've completely turned over the audience. And that's a win. That is a win. Okay, so, uh, but before we went to that, this was probably 
Uh, this now ranks as one of the most awkward things I've ever been involved in in my entire life. And anybody who witnessed it knows where I'm going with this story. Holy shit, please let me tell it. Um, Megan says, hey, because she had been drinking mimosas. and uh, So, you know, people are a little tipsy. They've, they've had a few. They're celebrating. They raised a lot of money for Casa of Kent County. And the, and the car show was a hit, man. We had a good time, man. It was, it was great. Um, she says, hey... I want to go out to uh, lunch with you guys. Can you drive me home? Because she lives, it would be right on my way home. I go, well, yeah. So I'm planning on doing that. She goes, can you drive me home? And uh, normally I'm pretty good about this. But I said really loud, yeah, as long as you promise not to touch my wiener. And Megan looks at me with a kind of a... um, uncomfortable smile and then she looks down she looks down at and what could she be looking at well she's looking at a nine-year-old little girl her daughter who has it i mean she knows what she knows all about that and about what i mean what a thing to say i cannot imagine if i was a nine-year-old kid and someone said that to my mother oh my god this is uh and so um the kid is like really uncomfortable. I felt bad about this. I'm like, oh, and she goes, uh, and she, I think she kind of like laughed it off and earmuffs and, uh, or, or just, I don't know. Megan's making me feel not as bad somehow. Uh, but there's, there's no way I'm going to, I feel like I've committed some type of abuse at this point. Uh, I, I feel like at this point I've subjected the child to something that could be, uh, akin to like grooming or or some type of uh, 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 mental assault at this point. What a horrible human being I am. My God. Oh, no. So then the kid walks away, and then I'm hoping that – I don't know the kid's nine. So I'm like talking to the other people in the group, and I go – Hey, how old is she? How old is she? They're they're probably wondering why I'm asking that question. That probably made it sound even worse. I go, well, if she's like four, she probably won't remember three. You know, I'm like, she's not three or four. She's they go, oh no, she's nine. I'm like, oh, there's no way she's never that that what just happened was traumatic. And and you and you will remember that till the day you die. Oh my God. Oh fuck. Now, I mean, in a handful of years, she's gonna be an adult. Okay, and uh, I'm not going to bring it up, but I I want Megan to to one day when the kid is like 20 to say, do you remember when Mr. Eric and she's going to go? Yes. Yes. Oh, I mean, seriously, that was that was bad. I really feel terrible about that. I'm like, what the fuck? And here I am. This is this is the problem. I'm the I'm the guy who gets pissed off at Kyler for saying poo-poo pee-pee caca in front of a 90-year-old man at the races. And here I am. What I did is a million times worse. Now, I am a lot better than Kyler because I'm mortified at what I said. Kyler is not, okay? He's like, well, fuck him. I am who I am. Yeah, I got brown skin. Yeah, fuck that. I am disgusted with me. I feel terrible about this. But 
Uh, I'm in a way, so in a way, I'm a lot better than him, but also a lot worse because here I am saying garbage like that to a child, to 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 the kid's mom. Yes, I'll drive you home as long as you don't touch my wiener. Now, Megan's husband comes walking around the corner, Brian. I go, dude, I got to talk to you. You're not going to believe what I just said. And um, this is damage control. This is a good thing that I told him that because um, that's his wife. All right. And so I go, Brian, this is what happened. And I told him everything. And everybody in Maureen's Maureen's going, oh, (laughs) he did. (laughs) And everybody's like, yeah, it, it went just like that. And he goes, I'm actually glad you told me. Because if I had found that out from her later on, that would have been bad news. Oh, my God. So that was, I mean, honestly, that was a story that I hated that it happened. A thing that happened that I hated that it happened. And I could not wait to tell you about it. I was like. This is ridiculous. I'm putting it down as notes. Now, I got another story I have to tell you about the Deniac on site. I had my eye on him. I recognized him the second I saw him. I need to give you the background of the shit that's been spoken by this Deniac. And I will explain to you the interaction. My God. But before I get to that, coming up on the Patreon, uh, the story of a man who was so enraged, he cut off his own leg with a saw. I'll have that for you. The open and the live stream of the uh, Eric Zane Show podcast today is brought to you by my friends at the Kent County Health Department. Their website is Access Kent. Dot com slash health. Um, the things that you need to pay attention to that they want me to promote. Well, September is uh, v- National Vaccination Month. Now, um, strangely enough, because so many people on the planet are stupid about the COVID shot, that that has transferred in their stupid pea brains to other type of inoculations and vaccines like measles, mumps, rubella. These are generally stupid people, though. So we can only help them so much. Hopefully, they will forget and eventually come around. Now, the folks at the health department, they don't like me to say that you're stupid, but you are. So go get vaccinated. If you're not, you're really making a mistake For your kids. Those kids need the vaccinations for measles, mumps, rubella, pertussis, whooping cough, meningitis. Uh, These are absolutely 100% safe. Go to the Kent County Health Department or go to their website. If you need more information about how you can get these vaccinations 100% free. Accesskent.com slash health. All right. TC Paintball. I think, okay, Rick threw some dates out at me for the next paintball war. And I uh, I think he said like the ninth. 
the 9th of October. I need to write down call Rick on my list of things to do because that does look good. So I want you to pencil it in right now as paintball war number 20. If you want to get together with your pals, gather up the young people in the neighborhood, your bros, bachelor party, bachelorette, workplace team building is so much fun. A true uh, entertainment destination is TC Paintball. My favorite part about TC Paintball, it's come as you are. Uh, you can bring all your gear if you are a seasoned paintball player or nothing. No gear. They have everything you need at TC Paintball. Full service setup. Play indoors, play outdoors. They have it all. TCPaintballGR.com. Wednesday is Ladies' Day and Kids' Little League Day. Saturday is when they're most busy. You're going to have to make a uh, reservation for that at TC Paintball online at TCPaintballGR.com. The managed IT service provider for the podcast, Blue Frost IT. BlueFrostIT.com for your small or medium-sized business. Uh, You are not alone. If you have troubles with your tech or you're looking to upgrade your tech, if you were a big, giant company, you'd have your own tech department doing that for you. Uh, You know, you can't afford that. So call upon Blue Frost IT. They'll help you every step of the way. 616-200-8550. Honestly, it all boils down to uh, a 30-minute complimentary consultation that you have. That conversation The folks at Blue Frost IT find out what you need in your business to make it go. And then after you make your purchase of your new gear, they'll help you set it up and you're on your way. Bluefrostit.com. Okay. So, you know, I was a little bit concerned that um, one of the Deniacs would get uh, brave and show up, which frankly I would be happy with. Um, So, we had a uh, tertiary DENIAC member show up who probably thought that he was under the radar. And um, this stems from the latest uh, drama that Stalkerito put out. As you know, every month, Mike gets a little bit concerned with being out of the spotlight. He used to be mentioned a lot on the show. He craves that. That's now gone. He has no outlet to be recognized. So every month to the 80 or 100 people that are on the Zaniacs United page, he posts the same long Unabomber manifesto, uh, Eric, you grew a garden of listeners. And then it gets very dramatic and it's numerous misspellings, horrible grammar. Uh, The only thing that's worse than Mike speaking is his writing. And so I'm a 50 year old man doing what a 50 year old man should. We all know that a 50 year old man uh, uh, writes a long letter written by an eight year old, apparently, and then posts it and then sits there like the crying game and, and, and cries and cowers. Okay, we all know that that's what a 50-year-old man does. And it keeps happening. And every uh, every time it happens, less and less people give a shit. The latest effort was he sent it all to you in an email. People who actually like the show, uh, my Patreon members, he sent it to you. 
Um, so that was incredible. I was the last one to find out about it. But included in that bit of 50-year-old drama, <clears throat> um, the usual suspects weighed in on the Facebook page, which I cannot see. So the guy sends, puts it on Facebook, sends it out to a bunch of people. I'm not included in that, and I don't even know about it. And I'm getting texts. I'm like, what the, f- huh? No one even sent it to me. No one even cared. Eventually, though, I did track it down, and it was hilarious. One person in particular weighed in who happened to show up at the car show. It's a gentleman by the name of Jason. And when I saw this, I was I was like, wait, who is this guy? And um, when it said Jason Bennett, I was like, wait, what? You mean, because uh, Bennett flooring installation consists of Jacob Bennett and Jason Bennett. However... Two different people. There are there's apparently more than one Jason Bennett. Because when I saw this, I reached out to Jacob. I go, dude, what the fuck is up with your cousin? And Jake goes, I don't know what you're talking about. So I sent him this. And he goes, hang on. He calls Jason, his cousin, and Jason goes, I haven't been on Facebook in months. That is another Jason Bennett. And I'm like, Oh, shit. Well, that explains it. Because when I met this guy uh, months earlier at Bosco's, it seemed like uh, the interaction was weird. You know, it didn't add up to him being one of the flooring guys with Jacob Bennett. It didn't. It wasn't Jacob's cousin. And so that was that. But anyway... When I read this, I thought it was Jason Bennett from Bennett Florian Installation. It's not. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Jason wrote, The whole calling the cops for the bobblehead and for calling for, uh, a, he wrote Dean in front of his mailbox, which I didn't know it was Dean in front of my mailbox. I thought it was some lunatic in front of my house. Was ridiculously pathetic. This guy wrote, I've been really curious as to why Eric is so paranoid and why he is so into reporting anything suspicious. Okay, yeah, right. Okay, sure. Um, I work every day in the public. I say fucking crazy shit every day, and I'm worried about someone sending me unwanted packages and showing up at my house. I'm an idiot. Clearly, clearly I'm an idiot. And then he writes, the shows I have listened to since then just aren't the same. Yeah, they're better, idiot. When I started listening, the magic was his closeness with the listeners. (laughs) Now it is gone. That's what this little boy wrote. And there he is. He's at Irvine's. And he's kind of just standing there. 
And I go, well, I'm going to meet him. Now, it turns out that another audience member there who happened to be in that photo I showed you, that nice lady, Stacy. Uh, where is she? This is Stacy right here. Look at her eyes are closed. She's like, oh, shit, I closed my eyes. And in this one, uh, uh, Ryan or Kyle Ryan blocked her. But she goes, hey, um, yeah, I'll introduce you. I'll introduce you to him. And I go, okay. And uh, so I had shared the discussion with her about this guy. And uh, so he doesn't know. He doesn't know anything that I know. You know, does that make sense? So I'm going to kill him with kindness. So I go walking up to him and I'm like, hey, how are you? And uh, I go, oh my God. Um, so I, I shake hands and he's like shaking my hand. Oh, nice to meet you. And I go, and I, I go, we've met before, right? And he goes, yeah, Bosco's. I had a big bear. I go, oh yeah, well, how's it going? So this is a, a fucking normal conversation. It was like, he's like, uh, has no ax to grind, nothing. And that's what you get with uh, keyboard warriors. As soon as you get them face to face, shrieking violet, just oh, 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 this dude's way bigger than me, and I'm like, with the walking up, hello, how are you? I don't know why he was there. He was there to start trouble. I can promise you that. And what did he get? He ends up kissing my ass. Holy fuck! Well, dude, you got me face to face. Say something. I would love to have a conversation with you. Congratulations. You're right. The shows aren't the same. They're better. My God, dude. Don't drive all the way there and then say nothing but shake my hand. Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm here. I'm vulnerable. You can do whatever. You can punch me in the face if you want. I don't give a shit. Wow. That was something. I was impressed with how that unfolded. I was like, well, I guess he's just here. Unbelievable. Comes all the way out there and then doesn't say shit. I don't know. Maybe he's had a change of heart. Maybe he has, but I'll tell you this. This is what, uh, with a lot of these um, assholes on there, like Dennis G, Dennis Goble is another guy who, he was like all about the show. And I have not spoken to Dennis once. In fact, with most of these pieces of shit, I haven't spoken to them once. All right. Um, Dennis was a huge fan and he's simply taking the word of these assholes from their point of view and just cast judgment on me. I haven't said shit to Dennis. He has not uh, even tried to ask me anything about it and, and turned on me only listening to what they've had to say. Same thing with that stupid ass Melissa. She's an asshole too. Fuck her. Uh, I haven't talked to any of these people. Dennis says, and he, this is a lie. He writes, I have reserved comment on this entire situation. Bullshit. I've seen it all. I've seen every comment you've made, you fucking idiot, you fucking worm. As I have no personal beef with Eric. However, this is some of the most petty shit I've ever seen. 
It's unfortunate that tax dollars were spent to investigate something so ridiculously dumb. Uh, yeah, you know, tell that to my wife and daughter getting unwanted packages at my house, not knowing who they came from, not knowing what the next one is going to be. Fuck you. Fuck you, asshole. And uh, by the way, thank you to Maureen. She gave me a new highlighter. And she gave it, she goes, hey, <coughs> here's some new highlighters. I didn't mail it and I'm out of your house. So I'm giving you a new highlighter. And I'm like, oh, thank you. I go, this actually will work. I can, you know, this is much better. And you did it the right way. Because if I get a package, I'm sending it back. You cannot send me packages anymore. Fuck that. Oh, look at that. It looks so good. I can't wait to do the asshole of the day. I know who it's going to be. Highlighter. Sorry. I said highlighter. I meant dry erase marker. I'm stupid. All right. So uh, that, um, but uh, you know, I'm not even done because there's some more hilarious stuff that happened. Um, let's see. Okay. Megan was a little tipsy. Not like tipsy. Um, in fact, outwardly, you can't see it. And she's not doing anything like slurring her words or anything. Like, it wasn't that at all. She's just happy. You know, she did it perfectly. She had a glow. And she sits right next to me. At this restaurant. And there's a story she told at Irvine's in the parking lot about the little nine-year-old girl, her daughter. Hold on a second. You know, Megan always freaks out about shit, so I better get the approval that I can tell this story because I don't want to upset her. God, where are you? In my phone. M E I think I saved your name in a weird way. Good morning. Hey, I was just talking about the car show. Yes. Can I tell the story about the nine year old repeated the what what is the nine year old's girl or uh, name? What is her name? Her name's Hayden. What is, can I tell the story about Hayden saying the the, the uh, words that dad said? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, judge us. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I said, but nobody can judge us. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Okay, perfect. I just wanted to make sure it was okay. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. All right, thank you. You're welcome, bye. Bye. Now, what she doesn't know is uh, the bigger story is Megan and not Hayden. Because... Hayden called mom and said, mom, dad's using bad words. He said, shit, motherfucker. And so that was hilarious that the nine-year-old said that. Okay. So you'd think that the nine-year-old wouldn't get embarrassed when she hears something crazy. But when she hears some strange man say to her mother, yeah, I'll give you a ride home as long as you don't touch my wiener. So we go to the restaurant, Megan sitting to my left. She's telling that story again. Now, I hate uh, 
in a setting like that where you're so ridiculously loud and using bad language that you're offending other people around you. I know that sounds unbelievable, but it's true. Case in point, Kyler at the races, dropping the F-bomb and the 95-year-old guy getting offended. I hate that shit. Made even worse when the person says, hey, do you mind watching your mouth? Because then Kyler's going to you know, pick a fight with the guy. So I just, I just, I don't want to deal. I can't handle it. The anxiety goes through the roof. She's right to my left, and we can see the whole restaurant in front of us. Stevie's across from me. Amanda is next to me. We are all aware that Megan has lost her inside voice at this point. It's gone. Stevie's cracking up because this happened more than once, where Megan's telling that story, and... Okay, now she could very easily just say, and then my daughter said, shit, motherfucker, like that. But does it happen that way? No. It's, shit, motherfucker. And I, oh my God, they could hear it. The cooks heard it. Oh, shit. And then, but remarkably, I was looking around because Amanda noticed this too. We were looking at the eyes of all the people eating lunch and no one, there wasn't a fork dropping, piano, brrr, nothing, uh, a record scratch, and we're, no one reacted. It was weird. And then she did it again too, and I was like, oh. as soon as she did it, I went, oh god! I like, I, I, I uh, uh, physically was uh, drew back. I was like, oh! And Stevie's laughing at how fucked, up, how much it fucked me up. When she's swearing like that. Now, I know it's weird. I mean, I swear all the time. But, you know, you're you're listening in earbuds or hopefully you're not around people. You can, These people don't know. Well, what the fuck? And I'm sitting right next to her. And she said it like three or four more times. It was intensely awkward. Oh, shit. Man. Okay. Let's see. One, I swear, one more moment, similar. Sarah, you are not unscathed. She showed up there. Now, Sarah is one of the original um, no inside voice people. Now, to her credit, we weren't inside. We were outside, so it's legit. We can handle that. Inside Bosco's, though, it's, it's different. People all around us. This is the same scenario as Potty Mouth Megan. But we're outside at the car show. She shows up and she's gun shy because I made fun of her recently for having no inside voice. And she comes up. She goes, hi, honey. I go, oh, my God, I love you. And I hug her. And she, her, I, I, I give her a great big hug. She hugs me. And she's just the sweetest. I love her, like, seriously. I mean, my God. And, um. So it's great. And then she, I, uh, she's actually trying to talk quiet. And I go, what are you doing? She goes, well, you know. I go, come on. I go, quit. You know, don't take it seriously. And she tried. She tried to keep it quiet. And then something struck her. And then they were talking about mimosas. And she goes, oh, yeah, open up the spout. And she's like acting like she's drinking mimosas from like a big uh, uh, kettle with a spout on it. 
in, in front of everybody. It was great. And she, and I go, I knew it. I knew it was coming out. It's out. Here you are. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Now that's what I paid. That's what I wanted to see. So then right away she realized, okay, yeah, that's me. And that is you. Okay. And don't ever change. And if I get, you know, because if we go to a restaurant, you're going to do it again. And it's, that's just the way it is. That's just you. Okay. It's not a fault. It's not a, uh, a problem. It's hilarious. Okay. I mentioned pennant flooring installation a short time ago. Again, the Jason Bennett, who is a tough talker with the Deniacs, is not a tough talker to my face. He has nothing to do with Bennett flooring installation. There is a Jason Bennett, but it's not that dude. That was so weird. Anyway, when it comes to Bennett flooring installation... This is who I want you to call to get your flooring installed. 616-318-0167. That's 616-318-0167. If you are in West Michigan, have them show up. They'll do the measure job, tell you uh, uh, how much it's going to cost to have the flooring installed. Bennett Flooring Installation. BennettFlooringInstallation.com. The flooring that I actually want you to install or have installed, I want you to purchase it from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. They are in Granville, Michigan, along Chicago Drive. I'm telling you, it is a, a oh my God, so much cheaper than anybody else, I promise. Again, there's two stores. The main showroom is where you go if by chance they don't have what you're looking for at the discount outlet. But the discount outlet buys the most popular best-selling brands. They buy it in large quantities, so they get it cheaper from Mohawk, Shaw, you name it. And then they they set it up there, and then you go and you, uh, all right, I need uh, 10 boxes. And then you take it and you leave. You're going to pay less for it. And then, oh, by the way, have an additional 10% taken off when you mention my name. Not even kidding. Lowest price you will find anywhere for flooring. It is worth the drive to go to Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. If by chance they don't have what you're looking for in either carpet, hardwood, laminate, vinyl plank, ceramic, whatever. They have it all. Go down the street to Johnson Carpet One, the main showroom. Okay. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Uh, Meet there for dinner. They open up at 4 p.m. Monday through Saturday. Bosco's Pub. Part of Terra Square in Hudsonville, Michigan. If they were open for lunch, we would have gone there. But they're in that boat that a lot of people are that have restaurants where pandemic, everybody left the restaurant that works there. Uh, Then it's a hard time filling those positions. But they are open for dinner and you will love their burgers. I'm telling you, their burgers, their drinks, absolute best. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Okay. Got a great group here. So happy that you're all enjoying the show. This group that I have, I was talking with uh, uh, Stacy S. I, I I so struggle with that name. I I can get it if I'm looking at it, but I I, I Studevant is that Sturdevant? Stacy S. She goes, it's perfect. She goes, it's gone from 
not commenting on the comments to commenting on the comments to a little bit commenting on the comments to now it's like perfect. It's absolutely perfect. And I owe it all to you guys. Thank you. Don't go anywhere. I need to take a break. I need to use the boys' room. I will be right back. All right, I'm back. I'm back. Sorry it took so long. Joe Martinez is in the basement. Dumbass is going to Mexico. Hope he stays there. By the way, yesterday, the uh, Lions, the Detroit Lions in NFL action won. And, well, that was, that was kind of crazy because in the first half of the game, I don't think I've ever seen such a one-sided slaughter at any level. I mean, I've never, I mean, I've seen the Lions get slaughtered like that, but the Lions held Washington to like no first downs till like midway through the second quarter. The, the uh, commanders had 56 yards of offense in the first half. They were leading 22 to nothing, but I got the impression that they should have been leading like 95 to nothing. Uh, but just uh, there, still, though, uh, there, there was a lot of positive things there. I was like, holy crap. Uh, uh, Hutchinson had three sacks, the rookie. And then the second half starts. And then they the the commanders made an adjustment and it was like a completely different game. They were like beating the shit out of the Lions. And uh the the Lions had some big plays late that uh had them outdistance the commanders, but it it was a game. In fact, at one point the commanders were down 7 points. The Lions went ahead again, so it was a 14-point lead. The Commanders scored another touchdown, and inexplicably, they went for two points. They're down seven. I'm sorry. At this point, they were down eight after the touchdown, and they they went for two, and it didn't work, so now they're down eight points, Uh, and then... The Lions scored another touchdown. So they're up 15. Commanders scored a touchdown and missed the extra point. So because they missed the two point, they're now down nine. So there's no way they can win. It was fucked up, man. Uh, But the Lions win. So I was happy with that. They... Travel to Minnesota next week. That's going to be hard. Oh, my God. I don't know. Holding my breath with that team. Jesus. Um. All right. The funeral's still going on for the queen, by the way. Okay. Where was I? Where was I? From the home front. A couple things. Uh, over the weekend, um, there was a moment 
where I I, I got we, I was sound asleep. I, I woke up. I had to use the boys' room. Went tinkle. Come back into bed. And um, Diana is, uh, she's kind of like rubbing sleep. It's the middle of the night. Uh, Bruce is there. Bruce sleeps right between us like a, like a person. So it's Diana, Bruce, me, and uh, he doesn't like curl up on the at, at the at the foot of the bed. No, he's right up there. He's like on the pillow with us. It's ridiculous. He doesn't really have anything to do with this story. It's all Diana, and then she goes um, and she asked me a question, and it was this. It was it sounded so well. It was awake. It was an awake sounding question. It was uh, is uh. If she had said something like, um, can you move Bruce over? It was that tone of voice. But she said, um, where do cocoa beans come from? And I'm like, what the fuck? And, uh, I go, are you awake? No response. And then she goes, what? I'm thinking this is all weird. I go, are you awake? And she goes, no, I'm sleeping. Well, she she was. She goes, no, you woke me up. I go, do you remember what you just asked me six seconds ago? Did you? She goes, did I ask you something? I go, yeah. You just asked me where do cocoa beans come from? What the fuck? And she couldn't stop laughing. I go, Jesus. She goes, yeah, I I was having some kind of dream. I go, I guess. She doesn't remember. The woman is going to kill me. I mean, it's like red rum. Something, something bizarre is going to happen. It's bad enough that she'll, she'll, when she screams, it doesn't even sound like her. She, her, her, it's, it's the devil trying to get out. The fact the, that Bruce barked at her the other night. So I go, what is going on? I uh, got something in the mail the other day and I'm not happy about it. The N- it's concerning the NFK. And uh this this uh they warn you that they're sending a test, an at home test. And I've had this test, so I know what it is. It says, Aha, your fit test is on the way for the NFK. And I'm like, oh, FIT stands for Fecal Immunochemical Test. Hold up. Stacy, no. And this amounts to you go into the bathroom and uh, in the in the FIT test is like a certain, um, it's almost like paper. And they make you let put it on top of the water and it serves as like a raft and then you take a dump on it and then it'll stay above the water then you take the handy tongue depressor that they send with it and you put your hand in the toilet and you get a a a a pat a little pat of feces. And then you take your feces pat on the tongue depressor and you smear it 
on the card. Funk. Then you uh, put it in a safe spot and you let it dry. This is all what they want you to do. And then you put it in the mail and you mail it to them. And they test to see if you're going to die. Now, after all of the, again, when the NFK started living with us, and if you don't know, that's my uh, wife's brother. Um, he has a bit of brain damage, and uh, he is not as physically able as you or I. His hands don't work like yours and mine. It's like he has the dexterity of like a... Uh, uh, crab not a crab but a lobster you know the the thumb just presses against these fingers i'm not even kidding this is how this is how it works for him just grab shit um hell i could just bait i don't even need to do that uh the joke's probably already been said on the live stream but i don't need to do that i could just uh, uh, smear it off of any cabinet in this house and i probably would have enough of a sample Chris says the ham's beer shit cannon cannot be sampled by a tongue depressor. You'll need a turkey baster. Um, it would not be right for me to dodge this because uh, all we've preached in the two years and two months that he's lived with us is, uh, you know, we've been trying to like uh, uh, flip that house. When we got him, he was in bad shape and he in, in serious need. He's a real fixer-upper. So we had to get his neck repaired and uh, he goes to the doctor regularly. And that's, you know, thank God, because he'd be in a wheelchair right now or on his way to if we hadn't gotten his neck repaired. Jesse says Zane just sends the refrigerator door back to them. <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, so now I'm going to, okay, Kevy, this is what we got. I'm just rehearsing with you. If I can explain this to him now, all he has to do is can he manage tongue depressor, uh, reach in and, and get it because I, I think I might throw up if I have to do this, if I have to be that involved in this process. But I'm going to at least give it the college try that he can put that tongue depressor in there and just get us a little pat of fecal goodness and do the old smeary smeary on the card. Uh, It says, hello, NFK. You deserve the care you need. It looks like you're due for a health screening. Your next action, complete your at-home lab test. We're sending you an at-home lab test at no additional cost. It's important that you complete your test as soon as possible. Uh, and then the steps are real simple. You see, it's, uh, it shows here. Like First, it shows up in the mail, and then you can't see it, but there's an arrow to the next step. It says, collect your sample, and they have three drops as a sample. Yeah, let me tell you, it probably is going to be a drop. 
Return your sample in the prepaid mailer as soon as possible. All right. I'll keep you posted. Okay. Moving on. I I need to share this Karen with you. There's a big story that goes uh, along with this young lady named Maddie on TikTok. Maddie is me, 419, sweet little young person. Um, She shot the video. I'm going to play you the culmination of this where this Karen in the wild loses her mind and then we'll work the other way and get the story behind it, okay? But all you need to know is um, you will pick it up that this lady here, uh, audio check, video check. I know it's small, but I, that's the biggest I can get this video. I've tried. Um, actually, you know what? Maybe not. Let me see. Maybe I can get this. Okay. Um, this is the video that Maddie shot. Sweet Maddie. And it's at like a Mexican restaurant or something. And um, this lady here with the huge boobs and the tank top, you can see that look on her face. She's furious. And she's with her significant other. And he gets involved in this too. And on the other side of this wall is a group of 10 people that are celebrating a birthday. So they, uh, they come out and they sing happy birthday. And it's a party. They're having a great time. And then this chick does not like that they are being loud. And then this shit hits the fan. Check it out, man. Guy stands up. Look at She throws a drink on him. Her first move is to throw a drink at him. The guy gets up and yells, and then she grabs her drink and throws a drink at him. And then someone else looks like throws a whole taco salad at this bitch, which she looks pretty athletic, this big titty bitch. And... So she ducks out of the way like fucking Conor McGregor. Look at they've made up their mind they're going to kick ass. <laughs> and then this dude, he throws the drink. <laughs> So they're all throwing drinks at each other now. Wow. How is this not a brawl? How is this not a brawl? I can promise you this stupid-ass, big-titty bitch would not have done that if that was a table full of black people because they had to beat the shit out of her right there, and rightfully so. She pushed, 
She pushes her chair in. She actually pushes her chair in. The people at this restaurant are being way too nice to fucking Pedro here. Somebody should have thrown a chair at this bitch. Holy shit. Tyler writes, all we wanted was the quiet meal, so we came to a public restaurant with a bunch of other people. Oh, my God. Josh writes, anyone else miss when COVID forced all these losers to stay home? All right. So then this is Maddie right here. I'm finally giving the people what they want, the story time. Because everybody was like, what happened? What happened? And the kid goes home and then is now telling the story. To my last video with the Karen. <laughs> I'm so sorry to keep everyone waiting for the story time, but... I've, I've had a busy day. Millions of views. So basically what happened is me and my dad went to this Mexican restaurant that was, you know, close by our house because we usually like going there because it's not. By the way, she has Chris from Minnesota disease and gives way too much backstory. We don't need to know why you went. We don't need to know that it's close to your house. Just, you know, uh, fucking skip the labor, give me the baby. Not busy with supper, and it really wasn't that night. But the lady in the video, the Karen, you know, from the beginning we could always we could already tell that she was going to be like a Karen because of how she was talking and everything. And then she starts being rude to the people on the other side that were having a party. And you know, like maybe I don't know, maybe it was ten people. I'm not sure. They're being a little loud. But, I mean, it's a party, so what do you expect? They're going to be loud. It's a party. But, basically, she was uh, telling them to, like, quiet down. Or, you know, I understand you're having a party, but you got to be quiet. And I was like, lady, just shut up. It's a party. If you don't want to be here, go home, you know, or find somebody somewhere else to sit. And the waitress offered her a different seat multiple times. Wow. And by this point... My dad told me to get my camera ready for what was going to happen. And I was like, oh, no. Dad, dad, get your camera ready. But after that, she started to get, you know, a lot more aggressive with them. She told Dad needs to tell her to not only get her camera ready, but to stop doing so much vocal fry. Shut the F up. She called them mean names. You know, it was crazy. And then that happened, and I was like, oh, crap. She just threw a drink at the girls, and I was, it was crazy. But, you know, that that lady was a trip. And, you know, I'm, there's no reason to be rude like that to those girls. They were having fun. They were having a good party. You know, I love that. You know, no need to. The only person you should ever do that to is if you're seated next to someone who's saying shit motherfucker repeatedly out loud. I hate on them. I mean, you can tell them to quiet down a little bit, you know, but you don't have to throw drinks at them and be rude like that. 
Okay. But um, thank you. That's basically all that happened. Oh and yeah. Thank you so much for the support of that video. I cannot even believe <laughs> that it's blown up this much. I did not mean for it to blow up this much, and I just want to say thank you for all you guys. <laughs> supporting the video oh okay no problem but i know i'm not gonna have enough time to put it in this video but yes. i will make another part putting what happened before it. i hate to do it I, I really do but i just don't have enough time in this video and i hate when people do that but thank you guys and um so the first video got 8.9 million and then this and then she posted this i'm not now i haven't seen this one So you can tell she's bitching about the people next to her. People are, people are ridiculous. <clears throat> My God. Um, good for Bethany on going viral. <laughs> oh. Just tell a server to be moved. Uh, we had a, um, Dan and I went out to uh, eat Friday. Because, as Amanda said, we're filthy rich because we go out to eat. Oh, my God. You got Applebee's? You guys are rich. What? Who? who what? What are you doing? Well, let's uh, art prize. Uh... I think the winner should be either guy with trains. If you go into the Amway Grand, make a right. The guy with the giant bridge train setup. And then also outside uh, uh, of the Amway is the eagle eating the snake. Amanda has maintained that, no, it wasn't so much Applebee's. It was that she goes out to eat a lot. Well, she has gone out to eat. Yes. Occasionally, maybe even twice in a week. Uh, all right. Well, where was I going with that? Shit. I don't remember what the fuck I was going to talk about. Where is my brain? I'm losing it. I don't remember. Oh, went to this restaurant. And, uh, okay, we ordered, we each ordered fish and chips and an appetizer. And, um, first of all, there was a lot to see inside of the restaurant. The guy at the, uh, at the host, who was the host, he had a tank top on. And my pal Michelle McCormick recently said this on the radio, and I heard it. She said, 
Uh, it is never acceptable for a man to wear a tank top, regardless of level of fitness. And I, I understand what she means by that because this guy was in great shape and he looked like a fucking idiot wearing a tank top. What are you doing? And he also had an eye that um, it it was cross-eyed. The one eye was looking in at the bridge of his nose. It was, it was I'm like, oh God, now what, what are you doing here? You can't have the face of your business be cross-eyed. I love the equal opportunity thing, but there's plenty of opportunities in the dishwashing area. The guy sits us down. Okay, we order the appetizer. The server the server comes up. All right, drinks, everything. And I'm really, really cognizant of not uh, being mean to servers ever, you know? I'm trying to really, really focus on that. I always did. It happens most of the time where I'm not mean. Uh, and uh, we order the appetizer. And then the food comes before the main entree comes before the appetizer. And so, the, you know, it's one of these restaurants where uh, if there's food there, someone's bringing it out. It's not the same server bringing it out. So some guy, I think it was the boss, he brings out the food and um, he goes, here you go. I go, oh, no, 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 no. We had an appetizer. And he goes, uh-oh. And I go, uh, yeah. And so he take, he turns around, walks away. Server comes back, super apologetic. And, you know, again, this is critical. You don't want to be upset at these people. You don't want booger in your food. She goes, there was a mix-up. It's going to be ready in just a handful of minutes. Your appetizer, we're going to start over. And I go, not a problem. I go, are you kidding? Don't even worry about it. We were just chit-chatting, looking at our phone, picking fights with people online. It's all good. Don't even worry about it. So we did that to avoid spit on the food. We get the uh, 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 pretzel pretzel bites with the cheese. and Oh, it's just great. And then the fish and chips come. All good. There was a transgendered person that comes walking in. And it is uh, born a man, probably about six foot five, maybe six, seven with high heels on. The hottest piece of ass I saw. And... This person comes walking in with a tight skirt on. And I don't know where in the transgender uh, realm they were in, if they've taken the estrogen or if they've gotten their ding dong removed or made into a vagina. I don't know. All I know is that a hot chick looked like Lieutenant fucking Savick from the first Star Trek, the motion picture movie uh, comes walking in. Some of you may get that reference. Let's see. Uh, Is it Savick? Savick. Star Trek. Wasn't that the bald chick? No, Savick was Kirstie Alley. That's not true at all. Bald chick from Star Trek. Her. This is who the guy looked like. I'm not even kidding you. Like this. Dude comes walking in. I don't know if the person would like to be known as a dude. I didn't ask. But then uh, that was uh, just coming in from work. I'm assuming the person would want to be known as a she or they. 
changed gear, and then became a, a, a was bussing the tables. And Diana says, "I just um, she the I did I just saw the guy walk by or the whatever the person is known as walk by, and I don't want to misgender them. You know, I, you get in big sh- fucking trouble. You misgender somebody these days." And so Diana's like, um, "Oh my God, did you see that?" I go, "Yeah, I did." I go, "Don't make a big deal about it." And uh, and then the person I'm like looking at my phone, and then I feel like I'm getting pushed. And she goes, "Look at, look 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 at." I'm like, "Shut up!" She's like, "Why?" I go, "Well, don't <laughs> because if that person," she goes. Daddy goes, I love, I love him or her. I love him or her. And I want to go tell him or her. I go, eh. I go, I realize that, but they don't know that. And probably, you know what they're used to? Everybody judging, judging them or her or he or she. So he or she might be thinking that you're like one of the Deniacs and and hates him or her because of being transgendered so if she or he sees you making a big fuss they might assume that you're making fun of them so just fucking chill if i see him or her again i'd I'd see him or her again but don't fucking shove me because if she notices that you're making a fuss or he whatever person is known as they might uh might look at you like hey what's going on here and i don't want to make him feel bad you know he's got to take it easy Jesse says, Zane is describing my mother-in-law. Whenever she sees an obviously gay person or transgender person, she does the same thing really loud. We'll say, look, <laughs> did you see that weirdo? Now, Diana wouldn't do that. Diana, is, she loves everybody. She, uh, But she is doing the, she's, you know, no, you don't want to do that. Don't make a big deal. The world has changed. Expect to see people born as a man and becoming a woman. We live in a, in a, in a really, really incredible time for this. When we were growing up, we were surrounded by people like this, but they were too afraid that they'd be uh, get the shit beat out of them or killed. And I think they may have. a good point amanda who normally doesn't say anything bright on this show says they feel respected if you actually ask them what their pronouns are now that is true but i i wouldn't do that if i don't want to have a conversation with them you know you only want to do that if you like hey i need like if it's your waitress or waiter if your server is is then maybe you gotta you know then you can find that shit out We have a first-time Chan. I try to acknowledge him if I see them. McDonald's champion. Uh, testing to see if the chat will show up, so I'm guessing that's a lurker. Probably a former friend who has changed their name in order to be in here undetected. Welcome. Have at it. Maine says... Main Chris says, wait, are you saying they want attention? You know, I don't know whatever happened to the world, but um, if anybody suggests that wanting attention 
is a bad thing, you're clearly someone who doesn't get any or not enough. So in order to compensate, you insult those who do. You know, of course people want attention. Otherwise, why are you here? Everybody wants attention in one way, shape, or form. I'm sorry you don't get enough. Well, you didn't until you said that. Now you are. Look at you go. You did it. All right. Kenny hates transgender people. We all know that. Uh, Anytime we have this talk, he usually boldly plants his ignorant hillbilly flag in born a man, that's a man. Born a woman, that's a woman. I ain't going to call him a woman or they or he because I'm a stupid fucking hillbilly. Everybody knows it. It's on display every time I have this discussion. Kenny's, we're all bigots about one thing or another. Kenny's a bigot about that. Everybody knows that. It's no secret. Everybody loves you, but you're completely bigoted towards transgender people. It's a fact. Can't deny it. We've all seen it. He wrote, fuck off, Eric. I am not. I am not. Let's see. Who am I big? I am bigoted towards Deniacs. Yes. I paint with a broad stroke to Deniacs. That's what I do. Rick writes, ugh, which means he's not happy about something. All right. Savage Sack Lunch writes, my daughter just reminded me that we all start out female. I think that I think that makes all boys transgender. Oh my God, it's so true. I think there's still a little female in me though, which is why I was so happy to be surrounded by mostly women when we were at the restaurant. Okay. Uh, all women... Kyle Ryan is there, but we all know Kyle's gay. So there's a little wiggle room in that one. And then I, uh, Megan's dad, Eric was there. He's a dude as far as I know, unless there's something that no one's something that I'm not finding out about. All right. Where are we now? Um, Loose ends from the car show. Covered that. Sarah tried to keep it subdued. We covered that. Uh, Megan lost her inside voice at the restaurant. Thank you to my policy shop insurance. 616-914-4070.
when it comes to healthcare.gov. The best way to uh, get started on this, if you don't have insurance, is by calling Frank. Frank's services as a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker are free. 616-914-4070. He'll help you every step of the way. Not to mention the Medicare and Social Security guru. 616-914-4070 or go to the website buyinsurancehere.com. Comedy at Full House Comedy. Go to their website, fullhousecomedy.com. If you want to check out a show, tickets for sale on the site and see who's coming to town. Sarah Honda Granville, you want a car the way you do it these days? You go to Sarah Honda Granville. You walk in, say, yep, I want to test drive a brand new Honda Pilot. They go, all right, let's do it. And then you test drive it and you say, man, I want this car. I love it so much. Can I take it home today? And they go, no. And then you go, why not? And they say, well, the industry has changed for the time being. We now sit down and figure out everything specific that you want about the car. Color, interior, features, everything. And then they make the car from scratch. They take your order, similar to like when you're at uh, the, when you're the cook at Bosco's Pub. The ticket comes in. Oh, okay, pilot, blue, uh huh, yep. And then they make it, and then. Two weeks later, it shows up, prepped, ready to go. That's how it works. S-E-R-R-A, HondaGranville.com for more information. Uh, I'm going to get these last few out of the way, and then um, there's a couple other things I need to play for you and do the asshole of the day. Uh, Thank you again to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Uh, Thank you for hosting the event yesterday for Casa of Kent County. The car show was an absolute smash. Okay. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Please go there if you are in West Michigan and you need your vehicle repaired. Absolutely fantastic place. Locally run, veteran-owned, lady-owned, 616-532-6600. Love them so much. Um, The oddest thing happened. I have been saying for almost four years, servicing domestic, Asian, and European vehicles with the only thing they uh, uh, don't really work on is Volkswagen. Now, what does that mean to you and I? Domestic. Let's focus on that. Domestic means vehicles made in the United States or uh, American manufacturers. Uh, Ford, Chrysler, Chevy. That's domestic. Now, you might be like, well, everybody knows that. Of course. Of course everybody knows that. For four years, I've been saying that. While we were at the restaurant after the event, Stevie goes, how's the only all time? She goes, I'd take my car here, but it's a Chevy. And everybody gives each other the side eye, and I'm looking at her like, what? And then she's seated right next to Eric and Jamie, and they go, we work on Chevys. You do? What the fuck? What? Is this even on? What? I've been saying this for four 
years. Show 901. And you have, it has not, the message has not resonated with you? What the fuck? How? Oh my God. Stevie says, I wasn't drunk. Well, you might as well have been. How? Oh my God. Yes, they work on Chevys. Well, anyway, there you go. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Joe Martinez, as I said, in the basement right now, uh, working on my setup, 616-516-8579. In fact, I should probably see if his stupid ass is here. Hang on a second. I gotta turn. I gotta turn your mic. Are you still in the basement? No. Oh, you you left. Yeah, we're down the road already, man. Everybody, you you fixed it and left. Yes, sir. Is it going to be less than a thousand dollars? I don't know. I'm trying to debate whether or not I should keep it under a thousand or I should go over a thousand. I don't know yet. No, it'll be under a thousand. It's okay. going to be nine ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine. You know, everything's a joke with you. You're such a smart ass. Uh, well, it's because I'm leaving, man. So you're going to Mexico in two days? Yes, sir. Uh, is it you're going to stay at a family member's house or are you going to a high-rise hotel? No, I'm staying in a family member's house. Next next April, I'm going to Cabo. Oh, my God. That's going to be different. But just think, man, it's going to get... 80, what, 82 on Wednesday. I'm leaving at 7 o'clock in the morning. I'll be in Mexico at 1.30. Um, 82 degrees on Thursday. It's gonna temperature's going to drop down to 62, 60 degrees here. I'll be at 85-degree weather every day. Yeah, thanks for the weather report. <laughs> do, you, so, yeah. do, do you ever want to move to Mexico? No. You were not born there. You were born in the U.S. So why do you always go back there? Because it's a nice place to visit see you know I, the other day when you were talking about that immigration crap a lot of people don't understand you go there and you see how these people live and what they get paid to the people what the people get paid here in the united states of america american people got it made you know um i could literally go down there with two thousand dollars and i could get forty thousand pesos and live for four months yeah. after that that's pretty good. You know, yeah. And so it's just, you know, I mean, but I love the food, man. I go down there all the time and just yeah, eat, eat everything, you know, it's, everything. Because it's all fresh, you know. The cows are just dripping blood off the, when you go to the meat market. They're just pulling them off the truck and they're still dripping blood. And, you know, they uh, bring you milk on the donkey still. I mean, they still, you know, pasteurized milk. And stuff. Yeah, I mean, you sound you sound like a caveman dripping blood. And <laughs> this is horrible. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, where you are, uh, what, uh, you know, whatever, uh, are they called districts or states or what are they called? States. Okay, they're called states. Is it uh, uh, infiltrated by the cartel at all? Oh, dude, the cartel run Mexico. Oh, good. All right, good. 
So, yeah. do you ever like? I mean, you, you just have the president there just for you know, yeah, to make it look good. But the cartels run everything down there. They run all the hotels. They run, um, they run all the like the dances and all the festivals and stuff that we go to. They run all that stuff. They have interest in all that stuff. So they know? and they and they do a good job keeping it that way. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So even, even like when I was in Cabo, I was talking to one of the cab drivers, there, and they were telling me how. The cartel protect all the, uh, you know, people that come down to visit because that's money for them. And so if they find out that there's people messing with any of the tourists and stuff like that, they'll go over there and kill them people. They'll shoot oh, them. Good. Yeah, that's the way it should be. Mess with the tourists, you get killed. Yep. You know. Okay, well, tell so, tell your brother. Uh, it's, it's David and Jason, right? Yeah. Okay, tell them I said hi and you have a good trip, okay? Oh, I will. All right. I'll be back in I'll be back in about a month. Okay, a, a month. Holy shit. Must be nice. <laughs> a couple weeks I'll be back. Okay, thank I you. I, I can't I can't last that long, man. I, they don't have no pressure on their water system, so Oh yeah. You know, yeah. yeah totally gotta be so. gotta be careful with the water. Okay, buddy. Oh, yeah. so, talk to you. All right. See ya. Talk to you. See ya. So right. when you call Joe, uh his son in laws will help you. Six one six five one six eighty five seventy nine. Finally, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. They're awesome. If you need a mortgage, that's who you call, NMLS number 3035. Uh, Post Malone. Did you see this deal? He's on stage in Missouri, in St. Louis, and he's, uh, there's an opening in the stage, like a hole. So this would be the equivalent if you're walking down the street and there's a manhole cover open and you are not aware and you walk right into it. Okay? That actually happened. Audio, check. Video, check. Large screen, check. He's walking towards, look at thousands of people. You don't see it but where this right about here. There's a big opening. Why? I don't know. Oh! Broken ribs, face plant, concussed. Did you see that shit? Oh! Mike goes flying. Oh, that was sweet. Now, that impact on the edge of the hole, I mean, because he's walking. It, it, his ribs are powder. Every rib he has is destroyed. Oh. Look at him. He is in pain. He's fucked up. He performs with no shoes on. No, oh, he's got shoes on. What am I thinking? Oh! Wow. Boy, did he hit it. Post spoke about it. This is this is my man. Hey, St. Louis, um, fucking love you guys so much. Um, uh, I, I, it needs to be pointed out. He came back ten minutes later and finished the show. Thank you for the patience. Um, thank you for putting up with uh, my dumbass. There was a a big. Uh, so whenever we do the acoustic part of the show. 
the guitars on the guitar stand and it goes down and um, there's this big asshole so I go around there and I turn the corner and bust my ass and um, winded me pretty good um, got me See, right now he can't breathe I've been through this when Joe broke my ribs it hurts for so long it's so bad it hurts to do anything pretty good and we just got back from the hospital um, and everything's good. Every He's going to be addicted to opioids in about one day and uh, fentanyl death in three days. Things good. They gave That's horrible. I'm sorry. Give me some. It was a joke, so I'm not sorry. Pain meds and everything so um, we can keep kicking ass on the tour. I just want to apologize uh, to everyone in St. Louis. And Why are you apologizing? See, this is bullshit. The guy's too nice. He should be saying, hey, uh, the asshole who didn't hit the button to cover the hole, yeah, he's dead, and uh, fuck him. I want to say thank you guys so much for coming to the show, and next time I'm around this way, um, we're going to do a two-hour show for you so we can make up for um, the couple missed songs that we missed. A person with that many tattoos on his face should not be this sweet. This guy is way too nice. And um, thank you guys for your support and thank you for your love. And, and thanks for hanging around um, uh, even though I got my... Stop it. Quit being so nice to your audience. You're, do like, hey, trust me. You got to tell him to fuck off every now and then. I was kicked by myself. So um, I love you guys so much. Um, thank you, man. Have a great night. Thank you, St. Louis. Quit being such a puss. <laughs> no, I actually like him. I don't know. I've never heard a bit of his music, but I think everybody loves that guy. I think, like, his music is fantastic, according to everyone else. I've never heard a bit of it. Uh, Linda says, I had a broken rib from a car accident when I was 25. No, no, no. I don't believe that. That's the same age that you were when you were dating that, uh, 94 year old guy. It was because he had sex with you and he had a big pecker. I can barely walk and breathe at the same time. Isaiah Thomas had a broken rib at the same time and still played basketball. Oh my God. Josh says, I get some tattoos, but why all over your face? Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I don't know why uh, that would, you know. I have no idea. Uh, Aram says, was the 15-second fight before the sweater beat up? I don't remember. I I would guess. No, I, I can't. It, it's all a blur. I have no clue. Ram adds, my Reddit comment on Free Bear and Hot Wings got negative votes because in it, I recommended Eric Zane Show podcast as an alternative. Boy, did you get hammered. Someone else on there posted, when I post shit on my Facebook, like, um, hey, uh, Ben uh, Ben had a bone to pick with Free Bear and Hot Wings. I know full well that that's going to get a lot of attention because I share a lot of audience with them. And when we talked about it on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, it was funny. It was a funny bit. And Ben was more upset than I, I wasn't upset at all. I didn't hear it. I have no idea what the hell was said. I didn't listen, but Ben did. And so he's bitching about, uh, the, the chick Rachel on there. And so I ran with that as a promotional piece. Hey, check it, check it out. Here's a clip. And sure enough, 
the idiots on the Freebird Outwings Reddit take the bait and they post about my post, which is couldn't have worked out better. That is, you know, the whole thing about wanting attention. You always want attention. No such thing as a bad amount of attention. Holy shit. So they post that. My post takes off. I get a huge spike in audience. I'm like, yes, thank you for the money. I appreciate that. I'm rich. I'm going to Applebee's. Um, so I get dragged through the mud. They rip me. It, it turns into just everybody. Fuck him. He's an asshole. He's a fucking, and I didn't even say shit in the thing. I was the one listening. I didn't say a fucking word, but Aram, he is, uh, still subscribes to their content. And the way this is unfolded is every Saturday, they came up with uh, an idea to put really old material. And they call it pre-beer and hot wings, which is the clever way of saying old shit from way back in the day. All right, that sounds like a good idea. And they were they were really excited about it, and they made a big deal about it. And I would have, too, because when you're looking at 20 years of audio, that's a lot of material to sift through. So that's fun. And they were posting it on Saturdays, and then they stopped. Um, it, uh, they, they, they were posting it and then now it's like once in a while they'll, so what you have there is you get everybody used to it and enjoying it. It would be like if I suddenly said, Hey God, by the way, guys on Patreon, I am now only going to do a show once a month. Once you commit to a certain level of content, go, you can always add to it, but you can't go back, especially if cash is involved. If people are paying they don't like when you take shit away. So you better be prepared to keep up on it. All right. That's a reminder for myself to do today's Lost Zane recordings or I'll hear about it as I should. <laughs> well, they stopped putting the pre-beer and hot wings out and their audience is turning on them. Take it from me. That's never fun. Dude writes... That's not a ROM. No premier and hot wings again, but we are the buttholes for complaining that they mail it in or don't care as much as they used to. It's been, it's been missing like every other week this summer. Again, these are people who pay for it. This person wrote, cancel your membership. Maybe if enough people start doing that, they'll feel it in their wallets and actually start giving a shit again. Take it from me, who relies on cash for content. That does matter. Absolutely. Now, it doesn't matter so much that I suck the dick of the Deniacs. Fuck them. Who gives a shit? Uh, it had gotten to be a point of diminished returns. At some point, you got you to gotta cut it off. But that's a little bit of a different scenario. That was a bit of their bullying. Um, but that's, that, that's a good point. Uh, this person wrote their arrogance is getting worse and it's really odd. I cancel just because I'm getting more and more bored with every show. Oh my God. If this were me, if this were you saying that about my show, I'd be devastated. I'd have an anxiety attack. Like you wouldn't believe. Um, all right. And then this is where it got hilarious. Because Aram throws his hat into the into the mix. Aram writes, 
Thanks for posting. Not much left to say because Aram subscribes because he likes the old material. And he was kind of like for a long time sharing his time between this show and that show. Maybe not so much now, but um, now on Reddit, if you make a comment, you can either get upvoted or downvoted. And if you have a lot of upvotes, it means a lot of people agree with you. If you get a lot of downvotes, it goes negative, like negative five, negative ten. If you say anything about me on that show, you are going to be downvoted. These people do not like me, most of them. This nice person wrote, Zane was the only one who cared about the listeners. That was downvoted into oblivion. Minus 11. This person wrote, LOL, okay. Have you seen how he's treated his listeners lately? Ben Glaze writes, LOL. You mean the listeners that randomly showed up at his house? Aram writes, thanks for posting this. Not much left to say. I only subscribe to, to collect the Prebeer and Hot Wings bits, which clearly makes me the loser in this business transaction. I heard that if you cancel your membership, they will not prorate your money back, which doesn't surprise me. I need to download the last few months of Prebeer, Prebeer and Hot Wings before they do something like change their website again and lose money and lose more of the good content. Then, this is where he really gets in the weeds. The Eric Zane Show podcast absolutely crushes this show on a daily basis, which makes sense since he made Free Beer and Hot Wings when it was good, as evidenced by all the good Free Beer and Hot Wings shows being from 2016 or prior. Now, he might have just been saying that to troll them, but maybe he does feel that way. I think he might. I don't know. But they downvoted him into oblivion and gave him a, a minus 16. to like, oh, fuck you. And then this guy, (laughs) LMAO, fuck Eric. Every bit I hear with him, I cringe and I skip with how terrible he is. He just happened to be in a time when they were a bit more original and not stretched to find content. By the way, with six people in that room, you should not be stretched to find content. Okay, if I by myself in this room talking to no one other than dogs can bring more content than they can, there is something wrong with this scenario. It should not be that way. Uh, I was so happy when his annoying voice was gone. He was an asshole. Good riddance. The show has its moments, but when it can't even stick to... Uh, and then this person goes on to bitch about... Is also bitching about the lack of the pre-beer and hot wings show. Wow. So, um, then Aram adds, P.S. I see a massive decrease in people defending this show these days. And they did not downvote him on that. They absolutely supported him in that. So shit is getting weird with their audience. If you went to uh, their Reddit and, uh, you know, whatever, stoke the fire a little bit for your old pal Eric Zane. 
if you would make them, I can't post. They have banned me. And not only did they ban me, but they proved to actual Reddit that I'm making more accounts and trolling them. They proved it. They were successful. They got me suspended from Reddit for like days. So I don't want to fuck with them anymore because they'll kick my ass. Um, but if you go and it's very simple to piss them off, all you have to do is speak glowingly about how, uh, much, how superior this show is with their, is, is to their show. Mitch says, have blue frost it, get you a VPN. Ah, fuck it. Too much work. I probably shouldn't be going over there anyway. I don't have, I, sh- I don't have time to be, uh, uh, I, I, I should be spending my time trying to come up with things to do on this show. Florida man. 0814 says, was that over pedicle or Ashley? Oh, there's a litany of reasons why they don't like me. All of which are not justified. I have an explanation that does make sense and is logical to anyone who has anything damning about me to say, but no one would ever dare to actually approach me and have a conversation about those things because it's more fun to fucking hate on me. Rom says, are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Is that what you're asking me? Am I kidding about that? The show's going long today. I'm having too much fun. Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? You having a nice start to your day? Yeah, it's been pretty good so far. Okay, so yeah, you you uh, caused a lot of waves with that comment. You kind of laid down the gauntlet when you made the the nice comment about me. And... Yeah, it was a little bit of an experiment because they agree with me on everything except for I just dropped that one thing in there to like give them a, a heads up. Hey, look, there's a lot better of a show out there. Yeah, yeah, and he uh, and so that they, yeah. they they hate that. These people do not yeah, like it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that the only difference was that I recommended your show and they are so sensitive that they <laughs> that, that yeah. actually dropped. They they actually I mean like um it's so bad. It's so in their brain these people that if I actually let let's just say god forbid I came out tomorrow and I said I have Stage five brain cancer. They would uh-huh. they would play cool in the gang celebration. Yeah, they, they would they, they would they would be that happy about it. But I don't understand, and I mentioned this to you before. I don't understand how they can they can be surprised that you would still be pissed off that they've run into the ground something that you 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 made yeah. that you built like why would that not piss you off at this point still and that and that isn't quite the reason that there is there there's a litany of reasons but it isn't so much that i don't i don't care how they do their show i mean really yeah i I really it really doesn't bother me that the show's different that that i don't care about 
there's a there's a, all sorts of other my reasons for uh for being uh wanting to strangle those people are more personal huh. you know i don't care that the show sucks i mean who gives a shit um it is it is interesting to me that there's been this erosion in their audience and it but i don't know if they care that much if at least greg and chris don't because I don't know how long that they have to do this for because they make a ton of money, but the rest of them, I don't know what the fuck those people are going to do. Yeah. Right. Right. I I don't, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't see how they, they, you know, they make a lot of money, but they spend a lot of money too. Right. Like Patrick Ewing said. Um, Right. Right. Yeah. Well, especially when you're getting divorced, which Greg's working, Greg's working on his second one right now. And those people, those people in the audience even went there with it. They were like, they're oh, yeah. like, they, they said some really bad things. I saw that. that. I would never say. The one guy wrote, they're everything they make fun of with how, with their bits and how they get divorced. Jesus. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That's horrible. That's horrible. I, uh, they're really undermining the, uh, the valid, uh, arguments by, by going there. No, well, I'll say this. When I was there. When I was there, we didn't have that much hate. When we you, right. you you have detractors, but we didn't have that much hate. And and it's because of the show we did. And that show is not really even a show. It's six people getting together and not any anyone on that show has the personality to actually do a show. Maybe no. Joe. Maybe Joe, but Joe is a He's not a leader. He's just a fucking goof, and that's that's his job. He's a potster. He he took he took my place, and he does his best. But the rest of them are fucking. They can't they can't lead a show. Are you kidding me? No, no. I mean, I always thought that you, Joe, and Free Beer would actually be a decent show. I think uh, you you and Joe kind of overlap a little bit, but but I think Free Beer Free Beer I thought was really. Very funny, actually, at times uh, in the past. I I agree with that. There have been moments he's made me laugh. Uh, but yeah. uh, it, that that mix, the idea of let's bring more people in, and then hopefully it will it'll get it'll catch on. I don't know how long that that can be sustained, frankly. Right, right, and I mean, Hot Wings was great for being beat up, like the wallet thing. Correct, like opening up his wallet. I mean, that was a perfect role for him. If he would, and he also, you really got pissed off, so that was good. Yep, yep, it was a great tension. It's gone forever because right. they don't do that now. They all act like they're friends, yep. but they're not really. If you notice, Greg didn't even have any of those people show up to his wedding. Oh no, I heard that. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know fuck. that was happening. Yeah, he didn't even invite him to his fucking wedding. <laughs> Holy shit, if that's not the writing on the wall, I don't know what is. Mm, Jesus yeah. Christ. I, uh, I did make a comment there that, uh, and I don't understand, they, they had O'Reilly Auto Parts for the longest time as the flagship-like sponsor of their studio, and now I feel like when, when, when the podcast goes and just goes over into another podcast, that's when I hear it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And it's a different different company name each time. And I've never heard of some of these companies. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, that could be occasionally you'll get more money or, uh, sometimes the one won't, won't renew and they've just put anybody in it. I remember one time we had, uh, AutoZone and then uh, O'Reilly, 
offered more money. So we fired AutoZone and put O'Reilly in. Oh, okay. So that, right. that does happen. So, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, I thought maybe the sponsors were getting, like, sick of it just as much as the listeners. Uh, that does happen, but I don't know what the case is in that in that uh, particular okay. setup. All cool. right, buddy. Well, hey, uh, have a good one, okay? Cool. All right. Enjoy, Talk to you enjoy your food. Bye. I know you'll be eating all day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, oh, I finished eating already. All yeah. right, good. Talk to you. There you go. That's a Rob. Wow. Well, that's been just uh, a lot of fun here today. Um, was there anything else I was going to give you? You know what? Uh, I had the Post Malone thing. I'm going to save the Eat the Fish Challenge. Thank you to who sent me? The, was it Chris sent me the Eat the Fish Challenge? God dang it. There's a product that the Swedes eat called pickled herring. Well, it's not even pickled. It's fermented herring. Forgot what the product is actually called. And um, they, this is uh, a raw fish. And it's, uh, they don't cook it. They just put it in a salty solution so it doesn't rot. And they put it in a can and they sell it to you. And then the Swedes eat it like fucking gummy bears. But the rest of the planet, it makes you want to barf. So this Irishman and his kids did a eat the fish challenge. And boy, are you going to laugh? Some of you might be sickened. Okay, let me just tell you that I laugh incredibly hard when someone dry heaves. If someone dry heaves, I'm laughing. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be a child. It could be a, a dog. It could be anything. If someone goes, Ugh, I'm laughing. So I laugh at this. Some of you, some other people, they get revulsed when they hear someone dry heaving, and then they start to want to puke too. So this might have a very, very strange effect on some of you. I'm very excited about that. Before I go, though, before I give you the asshole of the day, I need to make one more phone call to an absolute legend that not all of you are familiar with because I don't, I don't put them on as much as, uh, as I should or some people do. But this is Carl from Who Are These Podcasts, and I never give him a heads up. I just put him on. He's probably working, though. This might fall flat. Carl had a roast on Saturday in Rochester, New York. And he had me record roast jokes via video. And I, I sent them along. Hi, you reached. Oh, God, he said that so fast. That's got to come out and post. Sorry, Carl, I think I just doxed you. Definitely has to come out and post. Write down what you think his phone, his phone number is. I want to see if any of you got that. You need to pretend that that do not, do not call him. Please. Hold on. I need to, no offense, but I got to, I got to give you guys timeouts because you actually got it right. So that it deletes the message. 
Cole did not get it right, but I'm still deleting it out. The asshole of the day. With my brand new Sharpie. Thank you, Maureen. Your timeout is not because you did anything bad. Aram says it'll show up on the replay of Twitch. Shh. Jesse says, don't forget to delete the Twitch video. No, I'm not going that far. Fuck that. I need all the views I can get. This is brought to you by TC Paintball. Who do you think should be the asshole of the day? You have any suggestions? I've had my mind on one. Thank you, Brian Callahan, for just subscribing. That's 11 months in a row for you. Thank you, Radio Voice Linda. Jason Bennett, who showed up at Irvine's, not to be confused with anyone from Bennett Flooring Installation. Okay. Yeah, you're kind of an asshole, man. And any one of those fucks who has just gone with the indictment raised by any one of those fucking stalking pieces of shit who are absolute cowards. If you haven't come to me and said, Zane, what's up with this? What's your perspective and point of view? Then maybe you would be able to have a leg to stand on, but you've not said anything to me. Aram says, asshole today is Eric for giving away Carl's phone number. That is not true. I didn't give anything away. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't lie. That's ridiculous. Thank you for being here, enjoying the show with me today. I will talk to you on the Patreon. Don't be a cheap bastard. Reach out, patreon.com slash Eric Zane and sign up. All right, quit being so cheap, idiot. Have a good one, folks. Thank you. Just kidding. You're not cheap. Well, no, you are cheap, but you're not idiots. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.